Hallelujah, hallelujah. If you are a guest this morning, we want you to know that we are thrilled that you are here with us. I want you just to join in and worship the Lord together with us. And uh, we come to magnify Him because of who He is. Amen. He is God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And it's so good to see everyone that is here. Lord bless you for coming to the house of the Lord. We had such a wonderful time Thursday night with the Golden Eagles, and uh, we appreciate everyone's participation in that, the ones that helped us get that together, helped with the food. Thank you very much. And uh, Brother Baldry and Sister Baldry, she's not doing well today. Ask God to give her a miracle from heaven. I know a God that is a miracle worker. Amen. Also, we want to pray for Sister Powell. She fell this week and asked God to give her a touch from the Lord. And uh, we know a God that is a miracle worker and uh, a God that cares about our problems. Amen. I'm glad I know a God that cares about my trouble. Hallelujah. So let's remember that. We had a wonderful time yesterday, yesterday evening at Brother Charles and Sister Michelle Brewer's house. We appreciate them opening up their house to all of us. And uh, all the young people, that's not always real safe to do, but we do appreciate those who are brave enough to do so. And uh, we had a wonderful time, those who worked on the floats this week, thank you very much. And uh, the Sunday school and the young people had floats in the parade. And uh, I believe uh, we were able to pass out, I think it was 750 uh, invitations to church. And uh, so we do appreciate that very much. People working very hard. And uh, we want to use every means that we can to get people to the house of God. Amen. That's what it's all about. I'm going to heaven. I want to take somebody with me when I go. Amen. How about you? If it's such a good place to go, we ought to be willing to take somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we do appreciate those who have worked hard in those areas. Uh, making these things uh, happen. We do thank you very much. Those who are working in outreach, thank you very much. And uh, we've set out to cover the whole city and uh, some of those areas we have already taken care of and uh, thank those who are involved in that. And uh, I believe that God is seeking to save that which is lost. And I don't believe He wants us to keep it all to ourselves but when we are full of the Holy Ghost, some get splashed out every once in a while on somebody else. And uh, God has been so good to me that I want to tell somebody else about how God has been good to me. God delivered me. He can deliver someone else. God set me free. He's able to set someone else free. Amen. God filled me with the Holy Ghost. He's able to fill you with the Holy Ghost today. Let me tell you, if you don't know Him in the power of the Holy Ghost, you can get to know Him before you leave this house this morning. That's what it's all about. Amen. Amen. You're looking at a satisfied customer in Jesus Christ today. I come to the Lord with no direction. I come to the Lord mixed up and messed up as a teenager, fighting different battles and different ideas and different opinions about what to do with my life. But when I came to God and I laid it on the altar, I walked away one Thursday night a changed young man. And I have never been the same again. 
Whatever problem you have in life right now, I serve a God, and there is a God in this house this morning. God in this house this morning. God in this house this morning. God in this house. Tell you, He's concerned about where you're at today. He knows just where you're at today. And he is in this place and brought you to this place today to fix your problem, to fix your heartache, to change you from who you are to what God wants you to be. Can we give a, the Lord a hand clap of praise? Hallelujah. 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 Amen. I appreciate what Brother Duplessis had to say about commitment. This walking with God takes commitment. It takes total commitment. People look at it and say, oh, how you live that way. You ever had anybody say, boy, I'd like that, but I don't know if I could live that way. Anybody ever told you that? Boy, how do, how do you act that way? How do you change like that? How do you do this? How do you do that? It's God. When you fall in love with God, amen. When you fall in love with God, when you really love Him and you're really dedicated to Him and committed to Him, everything else is very easy. Amen. I don't want to drink no more. I don't want to smoke. I don't want to do drugs. Why? Not because it's the good that is in me, but it's God. Amen. That has changed my life. That when I'm depressed, I don't have to take a pill to lift me up. When I'm discouraged, I don't have to go to the, to the county drug, or drug store or liquor store to find something that will help me. Amen. What I do is go to the God that I serve in prayer. Amen. 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 It's not that we don't have anybody to lean on, but we have someone that we can go to, someone that we can turn to and say, Here I am, God. I need a touch. I need help. I need strength. I need deliverance. And God has always made a way where there seemeth to be no way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. When I made my way to an altar of repentance, I can remember crying out that Thursday night. And you know what I asked God? I said, God, change me. I don't want to be the same man or the same young person that I am. I want to be changed. And God came in and changed my life. He made a new creature out of me. Amen. Have I had struggles since? Oh, yes. Have I had disappointments since? Oh, yes. But I've never been disappointed in God. Amen. I've never been, I've never, I've never been upset with God. Amen. Because God has always done it right. God has always done it good. God has always been there. Amen. God has always made a way. Amen. The apostle Paul, when he was in prison, he didn't want to quit, but he said, hey, I believe I've got a song of victory still in my heart and in my spirit. When I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for if thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Amen. He prepares a table before me in the presence of mine enemy. I'm telling you about a God that if you will commit to today, he will work for 
you. He will help you. He will strengthen you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. But he'll go with you all the way, even unto the end of the world. I wonder if there's a witness in the house today that we're serving a faithful God. I wonder if there's a witness to the fact that no matter where you're at, no matter what you're going through, that God has shown himself to be faithful. Hallelujah. 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 The road may get hard. Amen. The mountain may look high. The road may be steep. But it doesn't matter how steep the climb, as long as you've got the provider there that's with you. Amen. This God that I serve, a change the way you look on the inside and the outside. This God that I'm in love with, amen, I'm dedicated to, I'm committed to. Amen. I've already went to the doorpost. I've already made up my mind. I've already settled it. Hey, God, no matter. No matter what comes, no matter what goes, I'm living for you. I'm committed to you. I'm consecrated to you, God. Hallelujah. 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 We are living in a world, in a society. Amen. You may be seated. We're living in a world, in a society today that has trouble making up their minds. Amen. They have trouble deciding what they want. They think they want this, and before they get home, they want something else. Amen. You think you want this car, before the first note comes in it, you see one you like better. Amen. You think you want this to eat, and when it gets there, you, boy, I wish I'd have ordered that. Amen. They always accuse me of when I was a little kid that I'd go to Sonic with my older sister's and um, they'd order a hamburger, and I'd say, I want a corn dog. They said, oh, no, we're going to get a hamburger. I said, I want a corn dog. And uh, so they knew what I was going to do when their food got there. I was going to want to trade because theirs looked better than mine. And so they'd get there, and I'd sit there, and they, they said this. Now, I don't know if all this is true. And I'd sit there, and I'd be frowning, blowed up. What's wrong with you? I really wanted a hamburger. I don't like this corn dog. Hey man, a world that is, that is not willing to commit. We have shack up relationships. Hey man, nobody wants to walk down the aisle and say, until death do us part. And when people say that, I'm not sure that very many of them really mean what they're saying when they say what they say. Amen. But we are living in the world with that kind of mentality. Amen. But I want to tell you, if you're going to serve God, it's like Brother Duplissy said this morning, you have got to totally commit. Amen. When I, when I committed to God, you know what I did? I got in my car and I had some things in there that would hinder me from commitment. I started throwing them out the window. I was littering the highways. 
Amen. When I got to my house, I had some things hid from my parents that would help me and hinder me from committing to God. You know what I did? I started throwing it in the garbage. Amen. When I went to my closet, I started getting rid of things that would hinder me. Amen. Some of you have got things in your life that is hindering you today that you need to stand up and boldly say, I love my God. I love my master. I'm totally committed to this thing. Amen. Amen. You've got to commit in your way of living. You've got to commit in your way of dress. You've got to commit in your way of action, in your way of talk. You've got to commit in your home. You've got to commit in your finances. Amen. God still says 10% belongs to Him. That you're supposed to bring it to the storehouse of God. Amen. I want to tell you, I am totally sold out. And I am totally committed. Why? Because unless you commit, you cannot enjoy the blessings of God. Woo! I lost some of you right about there. Amen. Amen. Mm. Mm. That ain't about right. That's 100% right. Amen. Anything I've given to God, God has taken it. He has shaken it together. Amen. He's dumped it out. He's pressed it out. And then he's handed it back to me running over. Amen. I want to tell you, God's still a blesser. God's still a miracle worker. God is still a deliverer. And God will do the same for you today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, listen. Hear me, young people. Hear me, young people. Amen. You've got to commit in the way that you're dressing. Amen. You can't say that I love God and that I'm committed to God when you're dressing and looking like the world. Amen. Some of you parents... Amen. You need to look in the mirror every once in a while. Is this godly? Does this look like I'm representing what God wants me to represent? Amen. Like Brother Duplessis said, when we go out in public, hey, that's one of those holy rollers right there. Amen. I want everybody to know I'm a one God apostolic, tongue-talking holy roller, born again. I've been buried in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah to God. Amen. I want to tell you that's something to shout over. Amen. God has changed me. Ooh. Hallelujah. 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 The Bible said, Steal, come out from among them and be ye separate. Thus saith the Lord, Touch not the unclean thing. Hallelujah. 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 I am committed. Amen. I am sold out. I am forever 
forever marked. Amen. And I never be the same again. I've forever been changed and I'll never go back. I'll never go back. I'll never go back. I'll never go back. Amen. I don't want to go back to my old taskmaster. Amen. Jesus has been good to me. Jesus has been good to me. Jesus gave me a good place to sleep. Jesus gave me a good family. Amen. Jesus gave me a good wife. Jesus gave me good kids. Jesus gave me a good church. Jesus gave me a good vehicle. I was nothing, oh wretched man that I am. But God done it all. Amen. Jesus did it. The world didn't do it, but Jesus did it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And people want to act and say, why are you such a radical? I hate to even think where I would be today if it was not for God. Mm. I hate to even think where I would be today if it was not for the mercy and the grace of God. I said, hey, I want you. Come on, be with me. And the devil wants to lie to some of you and get you straddling the fence and get you walking the tightrope and get you out trying to hold on to the best of two worlds and you're the most miserable creature God ever seen because you can't, you can't figure out what side you are. Do I want to lean this way or do I want to lean this way? You know, through the election, did you, did you hear anything through the election about undecided voters? Trying to win the undecided voters. Trying to walk down the middle to get the undecided voters. I don't see how anybody's undecided. One way or the other, you've got to have your mind made up by now. Amen. One way or the other, whichever way you're going to live, you've got to make up your mind. You ought to have your mind made up by now. You're plenty old enough to figure out, hey, do I want God or do I want the world? But you can't have both. Amen. You can't have God and say, God, I want you coming to my rescue. God, but I want to enjoy the pleasures of sin. Amen. But the pleasures of sin is for but a season. But this gift of God... Amen. I, I see people come into the church. Amen. You ever seen it? They just dive in, man. You know what? When you go swimming, you ever get in a swimming pool in the early spring? It's kind of cold, but you can't wait for it to warm up. But the water's kind of cold. You put your toe in, and you get a little bit deeper. You know the best thing to do is just go ahead and jump in. Quit tippy-toeing around the tulips. The happiest people are, Wah! boy, it's cold, but it feels good. We go to the lake. We can't wait to get on the boat when it gets, starts getting warm. I remember one time a bunch of us boys got together in Stuttgart 
The only place we had to go was the White River. The White River is very, very cold in the summertime. It's even colder in the wintertime. February, it got up to about 70 degrees one day. We're all standing around there and we're looking at the boat. So, you know, we ought to go skiing today. Somebody said, oh, no, you're a chicken. I ain't a chicken. Now, we got up, we loaded up that boat, and we took off to the river. Man, it felt good when you was out of the water. But I want to tell you, that water felt like it was about 10 degrees. It was cold. And then when you get up, you get in the water, and then you get up skiing. It's colder. But you know the best place to be was stay in that water. Hey, man, your body just kind of gets used to it. You know the best place to be in the church is right off dead set in the middle. Whatever the church is doing, I don't like that group, can't associate with that group, I'm not. Get in the middle of what's going on in the house of God. I'm committed, God. I'm committed, God. Amen. The prophet said you keep wading out. There'll be waters enough to swim in. Get off of the edge of trying to have the best of both worlds and get at the best of what God has for you. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. This is not what I come to preach this morning. But I got stirred up just a little bit. Brother Duplessis just wouldn't keep on just a little bit longer. Amen. But if we would totally commit to God, just sell out. Just sell out. Just sell out. And you think about all that Jesus has done for you. Hmm. He went to Calvary. He went to Calvary. No man took his life, but he laid down his life. He told Pilate, Pilate looked at him and said, You know, I have, I have the authority to set you free or to send you to a tree to be crucified. He said, You don't have any authority. Don't mean to discourage you or make you feel little, but I lay down my life. He stretched his arms out wide. And they put the nails in the palm of his hands and in his feet. They placed a crown of thorns upon his brow. They whipped him until you could not even recognize who he was. Just a form of a man. He carried his cross to Calvary's hill. The cross hit the bottom of the ground, the bottom of the hole with a thud as a pressure pulled against the nails that was piercing his hands and his feet. He looked through bloodshot and tear-stained eyes. As the women were weeping, he said, Weep not for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. What I am doing here is where every one of you will have the opportunity to make the decision of yes or no.
God. What Jesus went through on Calvary is something we should never forget. We should pay very close attention to. But yet we can look at it as, oh, just a story. Just a story. But would you just for a moment before we go home and do our thing today, would you just take a look at Calvary one time? The commitment that Jesus Christ made for you and for me. To where we would not have to live with the burden and the guilt and the shame of sin but where we could be set free and enjoy peace and liberty. It was purchased by the blood of a spotless lamb that was slain on Calvary. He said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. As he was lifted up on the cross, the veil in the temple was rent. And we, sinners, could walk plainly into the holiest of holies and experience everything that God would have for us. And then we look and say, oh, the price is too much for me to pay. The commitment is too much for me to commit to. I just can't do that. But I want you just for a moment right now to close your eyes all over this building. And I want you to get a mental picture of the suffering and the blood that was shed on Calvary. If you could see the piercing eyes of Jesus Christ looking at you right now and saying, I went to Calvary for you. I shed this blood for you. I gave my life for you. Can you honestly look back to the eyes of a suffering Christ and say, the price that you want me to pay is too high. They would come to the music. The commitment that you require out of me, Jesus, is too much. The change that you want to make in my life is too great. We would make light and not understand how the Roman soldiers could take the whip and place the stripes upon his back. We would say, how could they spit in his face? How could they place the crown of thorns on his head? How could the soldier 
hold his hand down as he got down on his knees and he put one knee on his forearm and placed the nail in the palm of his hand and drew back the hammer. With the thud, it found its mark. Be real still now. With another thud, it sunk into the timbers that they were nailing our Savior to. And you can honestly say today that Jesus just is requiring too much of me. You can honestly say today that I'm looking for an easier way. You can honestly say today that no, thanks Lord, I can't commit right now. I've got too many things left to do. But does the picture of Calvary stir us anymore? Does the picture of Calvary make tears come to your eyes? When you understand how committed he was to lay there and surrender himself to the will of man. As he suffered the anguish and the disappointment of those who he healed, those who he fed, as they screamed out, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. And all he's asking of us today is, just bring your sins to the altar. Just 100% commitment. Can you see a crucified Christ today? As they started off the service this morning, if it had not been for an old rugged cross, if it had not been for a place called Calvary. If it had not been for Christ Jesus taking our place. Where we could not only push our sins ahead, but our sins would be remitted. When we go down in a watery grave in the name of Jesus Christ, they are washed away. Every head bowed, every eye closed right now. If I could have everyone in this house just praying for a few moments. If you do not know God in the power of the Holy Ghost today, I would ask you to come to this altar. You say, what must I do? This is the steps that you must take. 
You must ask God to forgive you of your sins. You must be baptized in Jesus' name. And then the scripture said, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. If you have not done these three things, you ought to do them before you leave this place this morning. If you are a young person in this place, you're having trouble what side of the fence you want to be on. I can't live like that. I want you to get a picture of Jesus hanging on the cross right now. Oh, I want to enjoy the pleasures of sin. Is it worth it? Is it worth it just to rear back and spit in the face of Jesus Christ once again? Can you pull the hammer out in the old rusty nail and say, thank you, Jesus, but I'm placing another nail in your hand when I reject what you have done on Calvary. Because... Holy Ghost power right now. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Young man, middle-aged man, God's reaching for you. God's calling you right now. Won't you come and commit? Quit walking on the edge. These altars is open right now. Hallelujah. As we take a glimpse of Calvary, what will our answer be today? As we look at Calvary's heel, oh, thank you for the cross. Thank you for the sacrifice. When I look at Calvary, it's easy for me to commit. When I look at Calvary, it's easy for me to make up my mind. 
When I look at Calvary, it's easy for me to resist sin and temptation. When I look at Calvary, I say, God, you've been so good. How can I commit this sin against you? Because of Calvary, I am here. Hallelujah. I think it would be good that every able person would make their way to this front right now. If you're physically able, step out from where you're at. Make your way to the front and just say, God, I want to thank you for Calvary. I want to tell you how grateful I am today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. Forever my soul would be lost. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, thank you for Calvary. Thank you for a place called Calvary. Thank you for your mercy. Hallelujah. Won't you recommit today? Won't you rededicate today? Saints of God, why don't you get another picture of the suffering that went on on Calvary's hill? Oh, I know you love him, but just get a picture all over again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The greatest love story that was ever told is when he stretched his arms wide. And he says, I don't condemn you. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Holy Ghost. Come on, church. Let's reach out to the Lord. Come on, church. Let's reach out to the Lord. Come on, church. Reach out to God right now. A cry of thanksgiving go forth right now. How could I do anything less than my best for you, God? How could I give anything less than my all for you, God? Hallelujah! Hallelujah!